Imran. How are you? Thank you. Great, you know, to be in uh, New York area and feel the cold. <laughs> yes, it's really cold. <laughs> uh, we know that it will be a tough winter, but okay, we can survive it. I work with uh, with some young women, uh, and they, as a coach and man or mentor, and they they ask me how to say no without being seen as aggressive. It seems that they have similar issues with saying no at the workplace. So why is it more difficult for women to say no and to turn down requests for extra work? What do you think about it? I think we have to go back and look at the way we were brought up. Uh, so being nice, I think, uh, being respectful, uh, being accepted, these are concepts that really uh, it's, it's part of our bringing up most of the time. Even if you look at our, uh, the way we, you know, uh, there are some stereotypes in terms of playing with toys and sharing and uh, so, I mean, yes, of course, uh, we are involved in sports, but, you know, even in, in that environment, you know, uh, some of the experiences are definitely different compared to the boys uh, at the same age as how they, you know, tackle with it. So there is a lot of research about it. Of course, you know, generalizing to the 100% mark is not, of course, easy and not uh, right. Um, but if you look at all those factors, I think you want to be accepted, you want to be nice, you want to be respectful, and it becomes more difficult to say no, but rather, yes, I can do it. That attitude of I can do it, and I mean, this is, of course, something positive. The can-do attitude is something we are looking forward in the organizations most of the time. These are the great team members, collaborators. They want to be, you know, part of the team, adding value. Uh, and most of the time, they don't always, uh, you know, talk about the success as an individual, but talk about the success as a team. So these are some of the positives of the, the female attitude we observe. Um, but what is the downside? I think the downside is then you don't take care of yourself as much as you need to take care of yourself because time is limited. We have a lot of responsibilities at work, but also at home. and Sometimes, you know, if you don't carefully give consideration to the proposals, extra work or, you know, responsibilities, then we may be caught up in putting extra pressure to ourselves, which might have as a result, um, you know, not enough time for yourself, for your family, but also the stress element. So considering all that, I think we have to be confident, first of all, about ourselves, our capability. So saying no doesn't mean you cannot do it because you are not confident, you are not able, but it's a matter of prioritization and it's a matter of focus. I think we should always bring those two into the game and what is important for the work, what is important for the team and really try to have this prioritization and focus mindset, which is not personal, but which is good for the organization. And, you know, while you were uh, talking about 
the way we we were raised. I, I thought about um, my my French Turkish family, and uh, I was raised by a French stepmother, and and the the first word I really learned very young was no, because French people say no before saying yes. And it was the same thing at school. It was the same thing at the workplace. Uh, and when I began to work for Turkish companies, they were really, really anxious to, to know that I will say no to everything. Is it different in other countries, other cultures? It's a very uh, important topic, the cultural differences and how we understand them, how we appreciate those differences and really can still stay authentic, but also, you know, make sure we can deal with the, the cultural uh, guidelines or constraints. So I was, you know, raised and worked many years in Turkey and then in Hong Kong, in Asia Pacific, in Dubai for, you know, the Asia, Middle East, North Africa, and then came to the US. But my education was more in the American system. And most of the time I worked in the American companies. So if you look at all the cultural spectrum, I have seen everything, uh, not French. Uh, I, have, I haven't seen the French side of the equation, but which is great uh, here that you are, uh, you can express that. So in the more Eastern cultures, I think the respect, uh, especially for the seniority, for the hierarchy uh, is very important. You know, you are uh, raised even in the education system, but also in the workplace to respect the senior, to respect the hierarchy. So especially when you are junior, it's more difficult to say no, because you have to understand here, but still kind of go with the flow. However, in the American system, you are actually uh, encouraged to say or to, to say no, but also challenge in a way, bring your own independent opinion. So I think in the workplace today and in this new era, it's very important to have our independent point of view, to express that, to have an inclusive environment and to be able to express your opinion. And at the end, there will be a decision and that decision will be given as a team, ideally, and then we have to respect the team decision. I think that's very important, but you have to say what you have to say in the meeting or meetings before that decision. Uh, this is also true in the board meetings, in the board environment, you know, in the, the highest level of governance. So if you look at the Asian cultures, uh, you may want to say no to something, but it's better to say it maybe not in the meeting, you know, not to challenge people in the meetings. In Japanese, for example, board meetings, you have to be respectful of the environment and make sure if you have a different opinion, try to just talk about it before, have some, you know, understanding before the meeting or after the meeting. But just having a very direct head-to-head -head challenge in a meeting is not part of the culture and it will not be welcome as much. So I think we all need to educate ourselves in these cultural differences if we want to succeed in the, in the corporate world or in the business world. But also saying no is possible with the cultural nuances. Sometimes it needs the data and facts. You know, the American system will need you to have 
the data and facts and then say why it may not be a great idea. In the Asian cultures, I think hearing uh, all the different perspectives, listening carefully, but then explain again using some data, etc. But before or after the meetings, aligning others, bring, bringing the senior people with you and gaining their confidence, etc. And then, you know, getting to your point, it takes longer. So if you have this impatience, then it will be tough for you to succeed because it needs some, you know, preparation. In, in the Middle Eastern cultures, you need to start to have some social conversation before you even get to the point of a decision to say yes or no, but just socialize first, you know, understand what's happening and get that social motives running before you jump into the business conversation. And if you need to say no, you will say no, but Again, I think building that trust is very important. So cultural nuances will be very, very important, I think, in handling the no in the best fashion. I want to ask you this. Um, as a seasoned manager, can, can you uh, tell us how to say no without saying no? How to say no gracefully? It's, it's a very important point, as you say, you know. Uh, if you have to say no, we have to say no. But I think, why why do we have to say no? Uh, so as I said, the data, the facts, the supporting, uh, I think circumstances are very important. But before even getting there, I think uh, listening. Listening is also a very important merit. So we should be able to listen first, understand different opinions, especially as a leader hear those different opinions and then you know you reflect you have a point of view but you have also the data and the facts you have to bring them to the table it cannot be emotional it cannot be individual always you know you have to have your bases covered and then you should be able to express uh, your decision or your thoughts in such a way that it reflects that you heard other opinions you have the data and facts, and here is what you think. So it's a thoughtful process, actually, and it needs some preparation. If you are coming into a meeting and starting with a no, without having all these you know, steps, I think we'll start having a profile of you um, demonstrating that you, know, you have an opinion, you didn't listen to others, you didn't do your homework, but you are just saying no because of maybe your kind of uh, prejudices sometimes, you know, biases sometimes. And that's very, very dangerous because biases can really play a role in the workplace. We see it every day and everybody, you know, will have their own biases, but your 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 job as a leader or as a participant is really to understand other opinions, listen first, have your data and facts, and then explain your thinking. I, I know that American people use this saying very often, do your homework. I think that doing your homework and listening are our keywords today before saying no. <laughs> It was it was a very interesting conversation, Imran. See you very soon, and thank you. Thank you very much. So listening to you first was great, 
and also you know referring to our experiences and expressing our opinions here this is a great platform and i would like to really do this more uh, with a wide range of women in the organizations where we can add value and hear from them how they succeed with this dilemma thank you we will do it thank you